as you can outside of kisses from around the entire world. Today I have the privilege to be interviewing Tuya K. Tuya, how you doing? Hello, beautiful Laylee, and I'm so honored and humbled to be here with you. I love your enthusiasm. Thank You're you so such much. a sunshine all around. Thank you. Thank you for being patient with me. <laughs> of course. All right. First question. You ready? Can you please share with us a little about yourself, your hobbies, what do you enjoy doing, a little bit about your background, where you were born? Let's hear. All right. Um, a little bit more myself. Okay. So I'm Tivia slash Tanya. For those of you that know, my Russian name is Tanya. Um, my Hebrew name is Tivia. Um, I was born in the former Soviet Union, grew up here, you know, in New York. Um, I'm in Brooklyn now. Um, I'm a singer-songwriter, a poet. I majored in both languages um, and uh, yeah, uh, Russian and English literature and poetry. So um, uh, what else? My hobbies, well, singing and writing and reading forever and learning. Learning forever is one of my hobbies. I love to learn all kinds of different things. Um, I have many, many different hobbies. I'm, I'm like, like, you know, I don't want to say all over the place, but I, I love this life so much. And I love to draw. I love to cook. I love to sing. I love to write. love to act. Huh? I, I guess this is life. So I'm enjoying every, every moment. Beautiful. All right. You're a singer. You're an actor. Just like you just said, like the second. Um, can you please lead us into that? How did you get into these jobs? Like this is, these are really crazy jobs. And I would like to hear the story behind yeah. you. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, these are crazy jobs and especially, especially in the in the Jewish world, in the Froome Jewish world. So honestly, I uh, kind of like didn't even expect to get there anymore because I grew up in like a very secular world. And um, my dream was to go to Hollywood um, and act. And my dream was to also go to America's Got Talent and show them my songs. I've been writing my songs since I was seven or eight years of age. So um, yeah, um, that pen and paper have been my, my best besties. And um, I've been trying to go out there since I was a kid. I knew that I'll be on stage. It was just like a vision and it was just my calling and I was very aligned and I knew that this is what I'm going to do. But uh, later on, when I found out that I'm Jewish and I found out uh, what, where I belong and who I am, I wanted to learn more. So um, of course, when, when becoming from and the from world, you don't have such uh, such jobs usually. Um, so uh, at the age of 21, when I discovered, I'm sorry, at the age of 21, when I became religious, that like I became very Chazak, Baal religious, I felt like that's it. I'm not going to pursue those dreams anymore. And I just graduated and majored uh, in secondary ed thinking I'll be a teacher and my stage is going to be my classroom, you know, where will you teach? and you have a bunch of students and it's fun, you know, it's just like acting and you can have so much fun there. So yeah, I thought this was it and I'll be teaching literature and poetry in a classroom setting. But then when I found out that there is somewhat of a Koisha world, this is when honestly I didn't plan, but Hashem gave it all back to me. So I, I like to say that I gave myself fully to Hashem and Hashem gave me when I least expected 
that return, he just like, here you go, Celia. So I didn't even expect to start singing uh, or recording or even acting. Acting was a surprise and to total surprise for me. I didn't even think I was gonna, I didn't know it existed in the Jewish world even, you know? Whoa. Yeah. I heard you just said that you're Balchuba and you became religious. Can you mm -hmm. please look through that? How is that like? Let's hear. Yeah, well, I get to be the pioneer in, um, in my family. Um, my, my dad told me uh, about, about God before I came to America. I knew, I always felt there was a something, someone yeah, out there. Yeah. Like when, you know, when you're in a, when you're in a, by the nature, when you're by the trees and you're singing and you, and you love them. Like, I always felt like there's some, some magical something, someone that I don't see standing by me. And when I found out about God, I was like, oh, you know, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. And then, so a whole new world was really revealed to me. So at the age of 13, I wanted to go to a yeshiva. I begged my parents that I need to know who I am. And I guess it all started from there. It all started from, from, um, from the mitzvot and, and the candle. I, I love the candle lighting. I fell in love with Shabbat, uh, Shabbos. I have some awesome, like, steps that I took and like little miracle stories that I have that um, I saw, like for instance, you know, um, washing the Tilat Yadayim helped me get rid of my styes. And I didn't think like, yeah, the more I would be like, oh, if you wash the Tilat Yadayim, you know, the Tuma does not touch your eyes. And I used to have styes all the time. So once I started washing, it just like disappeared on me. So oh I, I, I noticed these, these little, little things and I was like, oh my God, I'm coming. I want to come closer and I want to know where I belong. My neshama was so thirsty for Hashem and the Torah that I just like wanted. It was very challenging, of course, because I was the first person that kind of like brought in serious stuff back. We uh -huh. grew up with some minor traditions. Yeah. Like traditions, like, you know, the circumcision, but even that, like, I was like, what, what is this? You know? Yeah. So it was very new. So back yeah. in the former Soviet Union, we had to like hush hush, you know, here kind of like, yeah. So it was a beautiful experience. And at the age of 21, I mom, mom sat on my, I went on my knees before Hashem. I love this story so much. It's a lengthy, I'm not gonna like share it here, but okay. yeah. And I said, this is it. I'm going to be with you through thick and thin. And I wanna be with you because you know, I feel more, more aligned this, this way. It's a lot of chaos out there in the world. And I just want to stay more, more pure. Wow. That's very beautiful. Can you please describe to us what your job looks like? Okay. That's a very good question. I love your questions. You know, I love your enthusiasm, your patience for hunting me down. <laughs> And and Laylee, uh, your questions. You're 14. I just want to give you give you um, <laughs> say wow. You're a 14 year old, like such a light <laughs> in, in your community. Are um, yeah. What does my job look like? Well, that's a very good question. I am a mother. Uh, thank God of four, and uh, I am a daughter of Hashem, like you are a daughter of Hashem. And my number one primary job would be to be that proper daughter that I, I need. To be and to be the role model to my children that's primary i mean for, for firstly and firstly um i have to say that um being a mom and a wife is very important to me being a wife especially because shalom vice is so very important 
And the kids need to see that mommy, they need to see that beautiful shalom bias between Abba and Ima, and they need to have a role model in the house. So before any other job uh, that I have, I need to do that. Um, my job, other than that, uh, as a musician, as a nat naturopath, um, like as a holistic healer, I do alternative medicine as well, uh, as a teacher. So I, I do things, I work for Hashem, basically. So I am my own boss, but I'm very aligned and Hashem guides me. So everything is bisyata dishmaya. So I don't have that specific job where I will leave the house 8 a.m. and come back at 6 p.m. No such a thing by me, yeah. if that's what you meant. Yeah. Um, so, so my typical day uh, always like changes on me, depends. Um, so I'm also a part-time student in uh, Pacific College of Oriental Medicine because I love to learn, like I've mentioned before, and I love to grow because I feel like you know, the Torah actually says learning is light, right? Depends what kind of learning you do. It depends what kind of learning. So I love to learn. And um, um, I'm in the um, holistic space, growing further. And so now three times a week, I'm in college. Wow. And, uh, yeah. So I, I'm balancing out, you know, my morning routines. Nothing got it summer. So, but it would be like driving the kids to school and then, you know, giving them some breakfast in the morning, then be uh, doing some work, doing some homework. And then I have clients that come in and students that I teach, like, so for instance, a few times a week, I would teach a voice, um, you know, basic voice. And then um, actually the job looks like a coming up job. I'm holding here a new script. I know, I know you're going to be asking me that's coming in August. So things are happening like this. I want to also share the, uh, the Jewish posh magazine came oh out and I'm featuring. yes it's amazing how I never thought that in the Jewish world there would be such a thing this was like a dream come true that I never oh. thought that I was dreaming anymore it's like Hashem keeps on yeah so Baruch Hashem so you never know so um I also make my um uh my perfume I just created I a year ago but I'm working on my new can I just um, ask you how did you get into making perfume Okay, holistic space. I am certified in aromatherapy. I do aromatouch technique since 2014. Um, well, I do, I, I love, like I said, the holistic space and alternative medicine. So aromatherapy uh, is something that has been there for many years since ancient times, like, you know, massage therapy, uh, aromatherapy. I do three-dimensional therapy, I'm learning now acupuncturing. So it, there's a lot there is a lot and aromatherapy and like herbal stuff. This is like, um, yeah. So I, I work with oils, supplements, herbs, uh, you name it, anything that has to do with the mind, body, and soul. Yeah. And playing around, I just played around with the oils. I, I love uh, uh, the essential oils and these are very high grade, like tested grade. Yeah. And um, the reason I went into this is because I, Grew, I had asthma and bronchitis growing up. So I was like very allergic to, to stuff. And I, I like to be this natural girl. I like everything that's aligned with what Hashem has created. So all that, um, you know, the essential oils, they are very, very uh, potent and very, uh, you know, pure in their yeah. way. So they're not mixed with any chemicals. And it, I was just blending uh different types of oils that I like per se and 
yeah, I came up with this beautiful fragrance. Um, and uh, there it is. A perfume came out a couple of years later. So yeah, took some time. Wow, wow, wow. Fun. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what does preparation for a music video or acting looks like? Did anybody ask that? Yeah, I think there are two different types of uh, preparations. Um, music video. Well, for a music video, you kind of have to like already choose a song. So I'm trying to work on my new music video. And there's different types of music videos. Like I'm, I've been working on my animation music video for a while now. I'll tell you that animation music video I've been working on for over a year now. And that's still not coming out quite the way I want to. I like to be a perfectionist. <laughs> as you as you know me by now a little bit I, I, yeah so it's taking some time when it comes to shooting a music video it's uh it's much easier than animation music video i think personally for me um i'm just going to also release after that after tishabab i'm going to release my lyrics video but when it comes to um music video video um you have to have a song that's already been recorded. Uh, I, I like to obviously work with my original songs. Sometimes I do covers with my own twists, but I don't necessarily uh, create a music video for covers that I do. I do know that a lot of people uh, go ahead and um, make music videos to covers. And I feel like I don't like doing that personally because I feel like uh, there's an original singer yes. behind that. And there's so many people already doing covers. And I feel like if Hashem gave me an original baby, <laughs> an original piece, then I should focus on that. And um, so after you already recorded a song and after, mind me asking, Lily, do you sing as well? I love that. Well, because if you're, I get intuitive. <laughs> talking about mind body and soul <laughs> um do you so you sing too i can't I wait for you to read yeah you can check spotify i have my songs there i'm so happy to hear so i felt that amazing okay so once you kind of record your song um whether it's original or a cover or anything that speaks to your nishama i like to connect and see what speaks to me and then um, I would take it to my um, cinematographer and uh, we'll write a script. We'll speak it over. Yeah. And uh, then, you know, you, you buy um, yourself some, some, I don't know, some props and you find locations that you want uh, and dress. I like to dress myself up. I like to do everything. I'm mm, like, yeah, I don't hire anyone to do the other one other than makeup. Yeah, I like I like my makeup done. And I'm not a professional makeup artist. Uh, but this is it looks like you got it professionally. No, this is this is done. This is today. I did it myself. But usually for music videos, uh, it's a rare case where I would do my makeup myself. Usually I have a makeup artist. So do you need a makeup artist? Do you need, you know, your proper attires? You need uh the space where you're going to be filming and sometimes you need permission definitely right. need a film director and you definitely need a script of some sort or an idea and then you go ahead and you shoot um 
and uh, maybe there are some acting parts and there are some singing parts when we're talking about a music video specifically. Um, and then your cinematographer will have to just like put the pieces together and then you get to approve. <laughs> wow. Well, beautiful. What's something you really, really love about this job? About um, this job? Both of them. Uh, I'll tell you. Well, when, it's, when we're talking about um, acting um, and singing, oh, uh, I, you know, I, I really love working for Hashem. And honestly, whatever makes him happy, I feel it and then I'm happy. Like what I love about this job, connecting to Hashem, especially through song. Um, I really, really feel connected to him when I sing to Hashem, really. Like, like really, really. I, I can't even describe the feeling. I would say I even have my soul dancing top my skin. That's how connected I get. You know, it's, it's like when you recite prayers from a sitter and they're beautiful. But when you sing to Hashem, it's on another level. It's true. It's very true. That's what I feel. But when acting, mm, Dreamcatch Studios, for some reason, after the uh, after Chaisar Slussel saw me uh, performing with my angel wings, she decided to chop them off and make me a devil in her movies. So she <laughs> loves. <laughs> I make fun of this. I say, Chaisara, why do you have to make me an evil person all the time? This is not what want to be but acting is another thing I love it's so much fun there's just so much life to it and um you just be someone different for the time being I, I love it personally so um there are two different different uh different completely different jobs it's true it's true completely different so from if if I'm working with music and I'm doing a bat mitzvah event or a challah event or a Hanukkah event, you can imagine how much kiddushah and how much light and how much uh, that the soul there is. But when you're doing um, acting, it's, it's something else. It's uh, you're stepping into, into another character's shoes. You're becoming that right. someone else. So there are two different jobs. I love both of them, but I really like to get spiritual. Yeah. Wow. That's very beautiful. Now I have another question. What's something you don't like about this job? Oh. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Well, I don't know if you got to see any of my movies I act in. Did you I see did, Trust I did. Ah! <laughs> oh my gosh, what, what did you do? What did you see lately? You're always the bad person in the video. You're always oh, like, someone mean. <laughs> I don't understand. You know, imagine Tivia is on stage and singing or performing her angel show where miracles go on in a beautiful white dress that is so pure and that, and you have these beautiful curls. And all of a sudden, someone comes up to you and says, Did you play and trust me? And I'm like, oh, How did you know? I'm like, I'm standing here in my angel wings. Why would you ask me this question? So, one thing, honestly, Lately, when I'm invited to play the evil roles, and the first time I was invited, I was like, no. And, and the funniest part, I didn't even audition lately. You know, you know how you have to go, you, you know how you have to go and pass the cast, you have to go to audition, and you have to ask them, you know, you have to stand in front of- You're probably in a bad mood that day. 
no, I wasn't in a bad mood. That's the thing. The thing <laughs> is that Sara spotted me um, on one of my singing events, on one of my gigs. And I kind of like the next year, uh, the, not the next year, the following month, I, I sang one of her, um, what do you call it? Um, I did a soundtrack for one of the movies that could just to sing. Yeah. And it was a beautiful. So the next year she comes to me. So she films a couple of times a year and usually it's August, the full month of August. And we're, we're coming into August. We're going to be filming the new movie. I'm going to tell you, I will be evil, but not so evil after all. And my next good. one. Did you see that? Did you see the latest movie? Was it Insight? Yeah, did I did. You, I did. Did you see the blonde Natasha Smirnova part? Yeah. Oh, you saw that one too. Okay. <laughs> no wonder you're like Sivia. When can we have you on pod? Yeah. So, um, acting. When we're talking about acting, you're stepping into the character, the character. And I like to envision my character when I read the script. And one thing about Sivia, when I do something, I have to do it from the bottom of my soul the bottom of my heart like oh, that man, so you were really you were really angry i had to be for the character it's not it's not tivia but wow for the character because the character and i have to portray that character so i had to envision the character i had to close my eyes i had to sleep on it and i said okay what does my character look like and i saw her and she was blonde and she's with blue eyes and she is this like crazy russian ma maniac and so i had to and she has these like long nails and Tivia doesn't have nails I don't like nails yeah I <laughs> don't like we're twins yes I don't understand why people like nails but I don't like them I can't do anything with them they're not sanitary I can't work with them I can't heal with them I can't play guitar with them I, I can't do anything with them not my cup of tea but um what don't I like about this job when it comes to um when it comes to acting I love to act but when it comes to acting evil characters per se, and then people view you in a negative <laughs> way, like they look at you and they'd be like looking at you like uh, you're not a good person. That's that the vibes, I'm not liking those vibes because that's not who I am. That's a character. That's just acting, right? That's one thing. Um, so I say, hi, Sarah. Instead of making me a devil, can you make me an angel? Because Tivia needs to fly. Tivia needs to fly. And she says, Tivia, you're such an angel, but you do devil so good. <laughs> so it is what it is. When it comes to the music world, um, uh, when it comes to the music world, um, the only thing I don't like about uh, is that, um, um, I, I love music so much that I could like live in the music studio. That's how much I love, I love music. What I don't like about it is that it's, it's uh, I don't want to say, um, I don't want to say it's underestimated. I'm talking about, you know, how Jewish music and soulful music is underestimated. It's not as needed as um, the unholy music out there. So I get disappointed and I get very hurt because words, is every, our words, we, whatever we say, it's very important because Hashem created the world with his words. And in three-dimensional therapy, one thing I do is, is um, we do affirmations. You know, we speak, we speak good words. We, yeah, so words are so very important. And music, because it's the language of your neshama. And I get hurt when 
our music is not as needed as the Tum'a music of the world is so emphasized and portrayed out there. And that's what where I'm like, okay, so is my music needed at all? Do I need to put out more music? Do I need to stop there and concentrate on my holistic medicine? Do, do I need to um, just wait a little bit, you know? But then I don't want to wait because I get hurt because I want to do more music. So when I don't do music, I get hurt. So I, I kind of like, yeah, that's the only thing. I just want to always do music. Beautiful. Is it hard to juggle your family a little bit? Plus like what you do, like let's say like you're on an acting edition, whatever it's called. And then like you were like, oh no, I forgot to pick up my kids from school. Like, what does that look like? Is it hard to juggle it? You're like, oh, you like this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I could never forget picking up my kids from school. It's just, it's either I'm going to have to make arrangements. But um, again, like I told you before, my kids and my family is like number one. I'm going to make supper every evening. And I'm going to come back from a concert and, and clean up and, and be that mother that I need to be. It's hard to juggle. It's not easy. And sometimes people think I'm a, I'm a hero and a superhero. <laughs> and sometimes... And I tell my kids, hey, guys, you know, mommy can break. I'm not a superhero. And they're like, yes, you are. <laughs> okay. So um, I feel like um, I, need, I need to balance it for me. It's very important because I need them to be happy. And, and in the end of the day, I need them to say that, you know, mommy chose me. Mommy did not choose the stage because sometimes what we can do is when we run into um, becoming, you know, so, so I don't want to say the word popular, but when we become little stars and big stars yeah. and shining stars, and we can't let that happen to us because if I'm going to be doing tours, and this is my view on it, uh, people do see it differently. I do have colleagues that do different things and whatever works for them works for them. This would not work for me, for instance. I have to be here with my kids. I can't be touring the world um, while I don't know what's happening because I need to know, I need to be Asara Imeinu in my house. <laughs> Does that make sense? And then when it comes to music, there's, this is what I like to say, you know, like in, there's the yin and there's the yang, you know, the, the, the black and white ball, the, the bally, you know, the like the circle, the black and white, and there's this like a middle. So there is night and there's day and everything needs to be balanced out. So I like to balance everything out. There's, it needs to be balanced out. So juggling, mm -hmm, yeah, balancing it out. I don't know if I answered your question. It's no, you hard. Did. You did. It's you very did. hard, but I, I, this is something I must do. Beautiful. Who's somebody you really, really admire? This is a very good question. I love your questions. You're this very young lady and you're so bright and enthusiastic and you have phenomenal questions. So um, I, I, I admire so many different people, but before and above all, I admire Hashem because he is my true inspiration and he created everything right now I'm admiring you I'm admiring you because what you're doing 
for the community. It's like out of this world. You just woke <laughs> up. I don't know what time it is by you. And you're doing this. You're like, yes, some light with the world. Yeah, so I admire, uh, I admire everyone a little bit in their own way because everyone has Hashem's spark. But when you're asking specifically, who do I admire the most? That would be Hashem. Because with whatever he's doing, and he's such a giver, and he's he is so kind to all of us, endlessly and endlessly. I mean, um, yeah, and all his creations, uh, especially I admire David Amelech a lot for his for his songs. Um, and I want to be a little bit like him, so I write my songs for Hashem. He really inspires me a lot. Beautiful, beautiful. And they speak, yeah. In the song world, I don't know what else you mean. I admire everyone a little bit. And I choose and take as long as they have that light. I try to see that light in everyone. So, yeah. Wow. Wow, beautiful. All right, one last question. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> what is a life lesson that you can teach our audience? That is a very good question. Ah, oh, that is a good, good question. You know, one time I've been asked to um, have my own radio show, which I did have. And they said, you have to come out and teach people and inspire people. And I said, who am I to teach anyone? And I'll never forget, Nechama Dina Labor told me that every single Jewish soul has that light and we're a torch. You know, that, yeah, I think you know Nechama Dina Labor from the JGU, so. yeah? So yeah. She's, she, she, she's inspired me a lot as well. And she said that everyone has a little bit of Hashem, right? So we're his light. Uh, one lesson, again, who am I to, to give lessons and life lessons to? But one thing I would, um, I would say is that before anything, a person has to be true and honest to himself. And, you know, of course, being God-fearing and knowing that there is an eye that sees everything and there's an ear that hears everything sometimes we forget that but that's the biggest life lesson um kindness um of course kindness is so needed in this world life lesson would be just no matter how hard it is for us in the end of the day you know just smile and give someone a compliment because you never know what a person is going through there are so many life lessons but one i stick to is um, I, I, I like one uh, quote, a few quotes that I stick to, but one of them is, you know, when there is a will, there is a way. Yeah. And I, I feel like, you know, um, we need, we need, we as women, as you know, we, we need to bring Mashiach in, in a beautiful, holy, peaceful, miraculous way. And I say this to myself because sometimes it's like, okay, you know, how much, how much can I, can I, can I do? But then you have to do because together we're going to bring Mashiach. And yeah, so when there is a will, there is a will. We got this together. Beautiful. All right. So we okay. Thank you so much for joining us. Beautiful, wonderful, and amazing. Elevate yourself interview. We will be all here for more interviews and daily videos. Please WhatsApp the number 541-604-8581 and don't forget to elevate the planet. To be added to the e chat, please contact the number 541-604-8581.
541-604-8581.